It's a month of vision. Say vision. And it's our year of glory. The power of his presence. Now everything that we are learning through every month is to bring us to the fulfillment of that word of our lives as a church. Amen. So by the time the year is ending, you're walking in complete glory. Hallelujah. So if you notice, every, every team for each month is looking at different aspects of our lives that the glory of God must be seen. Hallelujah. Yeah, and so this month we are looking at a very, very, very important subject. The subject of vision is so, so important. It's so important. So, so important. There's a, there's a story in the book of Mark chapter 8 verse 22 to 25. And I want to read that to you uh, before we get to our key scripture. Just let you see how important vision is. Mark 8, 25 the New King James Version says, Then he came to Bethesda, and they brought a blind man to him. I, th- I think it sounds good. It's okay. All right. Don't worry. C- can you hear me? You're comfortable? Perfect. Okay. So it's okay that way. Um, they brought a blind man to him. That means the man can't see. And begged him to touch him. Verse 23 says, So he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And then he had spit on his eyes and put his hands on him. And he asked him if he saw anything. Now this is the man's response. And he looked up and said, I see men like trees. And then that's risky. Because if he sees men as trees, what it means is that if he needs wood to do something, you start killing people. But his killing is not because he's a murderer. It's because of what he's seeing. Hallelujah. So how you are seeing affects how you behave. What you are seeing influences how you behave. So if you see somebody behaving some way, it's because of what he's seeing. Praise God. So what is vision? Vision is seeing. Vision is seeing, being able to see. And what you see will help you interpret things differently. So vision is seeing. Now, the man realized that I can't see is a very serious matter because if you cannot see, you can't move or you can't progress. You have to depend on people. And so the most important thing for him is that let my eyes, I want to see so I can also move and maximize my time. So people of God, like this blind man that begged that his eyes be opened. I think the most dangerous thing is a man whose physical eyes are open, but his eyes can't see beyond his today. It's dangerous. The bishop shared with us from the book of Proverbs, that when there's no vision, the people live a life without order. When there's no vision, you live your life without order. When there's no vision, you waste every resource that comes away. When there's no vision, you can't maximize your time. When there's no vision, you can't maximize relationships. When there's no vision, your gift can kill you. When there's no vision. So vision puts everything in perspective. When there's no vision, where there's no vision, the people go unrestrained. There's no law. In fact, when there is vision, vision becomes a law to you. Vision becomes your structure. Hallelujah. Vision is so important. 
What God sees in you when he looks at you is so big. He can't just let you go. His vision. Now people of God, I heard the bishop saying on Sunday that every one of us has been created for a purpose. How many of you heard that? That's the last one of the few statements he made at the beginning. We are created for a purpose. Number two, we are created to make an impact. You're not, you're not an accident and much more. You are not just created, just come and add up to the total number of people in the universe and then die and go. That is not the reason you were created. You are, you are a product of divine intention. God intentionally made you. And then he added an assignment to your life. Praise God. Jeremiah says, I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. They are thoughts of good. So God has thoughts about you. God planned you before you were released into the earth realm. God said to Jeremiah in chapter 1 of Jeremiah, he says that before you were formed, framed your mother's womb, I knew you. Some translation makes it better. I say that I planned it. I planned it. So just as Isaiah says that the words that I speak, when they come, they come with a purpose, fulfill a particular purpose. They don't return to me void. People of God, can I say that you are a spoken word from God? You have been spoken by God and released into the earth realm to fulfill an agenda and return back to him, not void, but fulfilled. And I prophesy about your life that you go back fulfilled. That army doesn't look fulfilling. Hallelujah. I'm a child of destiny. See, I'm a child of destiny. I'm a child of purpose. I'm not an accident. I'm here to make an impact. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, all that we are saying, I'm a child of purpose. I'm made to make an impact. I'm, 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 I'm made to contribute to my world. Can all remain a dream if this concept of vision is not looked at critically. Hallelujah. Now, anytime I think about impact, what comes to my mind is the word contribution. And the word contribution brings to my mind the life of service. When you say that someone is designed to make an impact, it simply means that God designed you to come and serve your generation. You are made to serve. You are a son by relationship, but you are a servant by function. You are made to serve. The glory of the child of God is revealed in service. The glory is awaiting service. In John chapter 2, the Bible says, after Christ had turned the water to wine and had solved a problem, the Bible says, this he did to show his glory. So when, when Christ served by solving a problem, he revealed glory. So glory is when your life is an answer to problems. That is service. So we talk about impact. Impact is not about fame. Impact is not about having all the money and being able to travel around and having a good wife and children and uh, all those things. Your account is fat, never read. And like, wow, what an impactful life. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. How many lives your life opens to life is impact. How many lives your life opens is impact. When your life is able to open the value in people, that is impact. And all of that is service. All of that is contribution. 
all of that is impact all of that is assignments and purpose say with me I'm created to make an impact I'm made to contribute to my generation I am made to open other destinies saint of God anyone that comes near you must not live the same they must go back discovering who they are hallelujah praise the name of Jesus amen and amen now let's look at the book of Habakkuk I'm just going to look at some of the words in Habakkuk and share a few things there hallelujah I see you making an impact in a generation people of God we are meant for something big I'm not talking about big in terms of your personal gains but I'm talking about affecting the globe I'm not the local champion you carry a global anointing for a global impact do you believe that so anytime you sleep and you wake up that's a global impact waking up I thought you believe that much more Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 2 to 3 it says then the Lord answered me and said write the vision and make it plain on tablets like the type I'm having here that he may run who reads it for the vision is yet for an appointed time but at the end it will speak and it will not lie though it tarries wait for it because it will surely come it will not tarry amen then the Lord answered me it means that there was a communication going on between him and the Lord one element about vision must understand is that there's a place of fellowship now if God is the one that made according to Psalm 100 if God is the one that created you and made you and if it's God that put an assignment upon your life if it's God that designed you for an impact then it's only God that can tell what you are designed to do and knowing what you are designed to do is not a guesswork it's a product of fellowship then the Lord answered me and said there was a communication any vision that is born out of non-communication with God is an ambition. It's an ambition. An ambition is not vision. Though at some points you need ambition to push vision. But when ambition becomes a vision, you become self-centered. Hallelujah. So number one thing was not tonight is that one of the elements of vision is that I must have an unbroken relationship fellowship with God my new birth brings me into relationship I must ride on relationship into fellowship there are sons who are not close to their father and there are outsiders who are close to the fathers of sons by fellowship so the fact that you are born again doesn't mean you have a fellowship and the fact that you are born again doesn't mean that you know the details in the heart of God. No, no. It's a call upon me and I will answer you and then I will show you there must be a talking. It's a fellowship. There is no how a saint who is in fellowship with God will ever have a vision that is self-centered. Why am I saying that? 
because by fellowship you remember what Paul said he said that my little children would do my traveling birth that Christ be formed in you in other words like yeast I want Christ to take every part of your being your spirit your soul your body every part that when you cough it's Christ that is coughing now in the womb of fellowship by relationship what happens is that God is mixed up with you so even your thinking you 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 enter the dimension Adam entered what dimension was that God created all the animals and brought them to Adam and 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 said name them and every name that Adam gave them God said Benny that's what I was thinking why by fellowship you come to a place where your thought pattern is in sync with God's thought pattern at that point anything you carry to do anything you decide to see is in line with God's mind there are many people that when you go to conferences you talk about vision you know I've gone to conferences talk about purpose assignment and you come and ask this question how do I know my purpose oh and the man of God to say you know anything that you find easy to do you know when there's a problem that problem is a sign to your assignment in life but I have found out that that is not solely true I have a problem the roast in Ghana am I a contractor no. I have a problem with the, the fact that there is high um, is it um, um, what they call it um, when women go to birth and they die what oh can you say mortality rate maternal mortality I, 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 I hate it but as it mean I'm called to be a doctor or a midwife no so I realized something that as we go on I'm sure Papa is going to say a lot of things but a few things I've learned in my short life is that vision does not come see your assignment does not come at once your assignment or what God has made you to do designed to do does not come in bulk he released it it's like there's a folder and the folder is written on it in sorry but in the folder are files are files and then God releases files to you based on your capacity per time and your response to what he released to you when you are found faithful in one he moves to the next level so your assignment keeps growing by relationship expressed through obedience and dedication to what God gives to you that's why you see somebody is an usher in church so dedicated serving as an usher then a call will come we are ordaining pastors and the guy doesn't even know and he said let's call brother Swissy. come and we are ordained as a pastor to get a pastor a branch why as an usher that was a vision he had a vision that you know what I'm going to show usher that even when the sick is coming to see me or she will get healed I'm going to talk a bit about the vision proper but he owns it he treasures it and put his whole life in it and not something he that does not have even what he has will be taken it means that the one that maybe has still has nobody's empty but what you have how you treat it will determine if you qualify for bigger you are telling God to grant you grace to raise the dead. But when somebody came with headache, you couldn't even pray for the person. God will take you through a school. This is why the first phrase in the scripture is so important. 
the Lord answered me. There must be a fellowship. There must be a fellowship. People of God, God does not measure success in comparison with another person's. God measures success against what he has designed for you to do. All of us might say you are successful. Huh? But God says the guy has failed. Because I said he should clean this speaker. But he swept the whole hall. What a mighty work he has done. But before God, it's not the enormity of work you have done. It's the instruction you obeyed. Are you getting the whole idea here? So I need a fellowship. May God grant us grace fellowship. That amen is, is very weak. The Lord answered me and said. Next one, say write the vision. Now people of God, you need to write the vision. The vision must be written. You can't live with the vision in your head. Amen. It must be written. It must be documented. Why? There will be a need for the next step. Look at that one. That he may run that race it. Your passion for a vision comes out of meditation. Why? When you read a vision, the picture gets clearer and clearer and it looks much glorious. Are you getting no idea? Look much glorious and then the zeal to see that materialize stares up. Because you know something? Vision without passion it can never be a reality. So for passion to be ignited, for a vision to come to pass, I must read the vision. I can only read what is written. Now why must I write the vision? Because I have a responsibility to make the vision plain. And that's the place of planning. I have so God will give it by fellowship. I write it down, and continual fellowship with God with the written vision makes it plain. The plainer in court it gets, the passion gets greater. Hallelujah. And let me put this in. Maybe you have a great idea. As a business person, you have a great idea. Now, until you begin to see the end. I wrote something down here in my notes. That vision is seen. Vision is a divine ability given to you to see tomorrow from where you are. And it directs your course into what you see. Now, if I want to go to circle from here, I'm seeing circle. You understand? I'm seeing circle. And so I move in the direction towards circle. Now, if somebody tells me, oh, sir, I've sent you some goods from Kumasi, and it's at the New Plant Station. And I don't know where New Plant Station is. I can't see New Plant Station. Now, when I know where it is and I see it, when they ask you, where are you going to? I am going to New Plus Station. I must be there so, so time. But you know where, where, how are you going? I, I know how to go there. I can see it. 
In fact, most of us, before you get there, you've been there before you go there. That is vision. Get there before you get there. That's vision. Walk in the garden, though you are in the desert. You are seeing the garden in the desert. Hallelujah. Now, so you see that what I am seeing, the people around me are not seeing it. For them to see it and enjoy what I am enjoying in my mind's eye, in what I'm seeing. I write it, I make it plain, I run it. All these things now paints it to be an experience. Why will Joseph not sleep with the master's wife? Because of a vision. Something he's seen ahead of him. He had a dream. And the dream was a release of God's purpose and God's plan for him. The time is going to come. It's going to come to a place of rulership. A place of honor. So, he saw. God gave him an idea of the end. And know something. God will not give you everything. No, he give you everything. He'll give you something to be a hope for you. See it. So, he sees it. That's not how it looks like, but he knows that he's going somewhere. He's, he's betrayed. He's put in the pit. He's still seeing tomorrow. So the pit doesn't disturb him. Comes to see tomorrow. He's taking from the pit to Potiphar's house. That's the next P. Potiphar's house. He's sold as a slave. This, this, this is a prince. But I think it doesn't allow it to affect his joy. Because he's seen something. He's seen something. He's seen something. Now, uh, he's groomed there. Things are going on well. August's wife comes. Free scholarship. And he says, no, I will not do this thing and sin against my God. Can I add and say that? I will not do this thing and sin, sin against the God that we have a program together. How to fulfill. What lies ahead of me is too big and precious than this one. Then he gets to the prison. How can this guy be excited in prison? He's seen something. He's seen something. And because he can see ahead of him, potential is released in the prison. Potential lands him in the palace. Still with vision, he gave solution. Still with vision, the king said, you know what? The whole of Egypt is yours. Imagine the guy had no vision. Praise God. As a husband, have a vision. What do you see ahead of you, of your family? What do you see in your children? You're in ministry. What do you see? Can I say something? When you don't have vision, you and pride are always working together. A man of vision works in humility. Why is that so? Because what you have accomplished today, you think that is all there is to you. But a man of vision keep seeing potentials and doesn't just stay in the product. Why? What I am yet to do is way bigger. For eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Neither has it entered the heart of him. What God has prepared for them that love him. May God open our eyes to see. Saints, vision is important though important how you come to the cause of vision 
how you serve is because of vision. When you are given five minutes to lead prayer, how you lead is because of vision. If you don't have vision, you lead anyhow. If you have vision, you can even fast one week for just five minutes teachings. Vision. It's because of vision that for some of us, we go to a program and there are 10 people, we minister like we're being 10,000. And that 10 will take us to the 10,000. Called vision. It's because of vision, lack of vision. Uh, a lady can reject the husband. You can't see. <laughs> vision is everything. It's everything. I had a friend, I, I will share his, his, his story here because it's quite, quite profound. A blind friend of mine who finished his master's from Lego. His friend topped the entire school as a blind man. And one day he watched these things and uh, he hung them. In the evening, he went back to get the stuff off. When he got there, somebody had moved his things to the corner and I put his own there. And this, this is a blind man. This is what he says. This is what he said. Now, friend, he friend, means that that's it. He is blind, but he can see from the inward. A person who can't take responsibility is blind. A man of vision will be responsible. I'm telling you. A man of vision will be responsible. A man of vision will not eat and drop it outside. Because he's seen a better Ghana. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you getting this at all? Vision is so... See, don't, don't let vision be like it's something... You're looking at something way far... It starts from the little. The little. Just from the little. When you have vision, you know how to talk to people. Because you know that you are seeing your tomorrow. You see people talking to you. So, and you, 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 there's a way you want to see them talk to you. So you don't do that to people now. You are living tomorrow and now. That's a personal vision. Hallelujah. Verse 3 says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time. My dad told me this afternoon. He said that vision is time bound. Vision is what? Time bound. That's why I said something that when you have a vision, 24 hours is not wasted. God is all wise God. He knows that 24 hours is okay for you. So when I hear somebody say that, ah, 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 you, 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 have you prayed today? Say, oh, sir, I didn't have time. You can't have time. You can't possess time. You can negotiate with time. <laughs> if you don't have time for something important, it means that you are making important, unimportant things. A man of vision, one who can see clearly the picture I heard one time Papa Oedipo shared with us. He said, vision is sculpturing the pictures of tomorrow from the scriptures. When you can capture the picture of tomorrow from scriptures, that's vision. Hallelujah. So a person of vision, his time, you don't joke with his time. Because he must run because he's reading the vision. It's a place of discipline. Discipline. If I see a person without this, he doesn't have vision. That's why. If you have vision, you'll be disciplined. Men of vision are disciplined. People without vision are very indisciplined. Men of vision take responsibility for every decision they make. Huh? They take responsibility. 
They value time. Because the vision is time bound. People of God, no matter how your faith for longevity is, you will not be here after 120. You must watch it, how you waste time. Take the first step. Leave here tonight and begin to tell, Lord, I want to have fellowship with you. Walk it. I told someone, I said, I don't think you can plan your tomorrow. But you can plan your walk with God and God will plan your tomorrow. There's no man that plans his walk with God that ever lives a substandard life. It's not possible. Because he will always surprise us. Tomorrow is too big. He will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. No matter how we can imagine that tomorrow is too big than this. It's too big. So I would rather walk with the God of the big mind with my small mind and plan with my small mind my walk with him and the big God will take up the big things ahead of me. Hallelujah to Jesus. It's time bound. Every vision must speak. Visions have voice. They can speak. When you meet a man who is trying to speak for vision, he has no vision. Visions speak. Please note the things we shared earlier because those are the things that will make the vision speak. Remember, the Lord answered me, there must be fellowship. Build your relationship by fellowship. You must write the vision. Why must I write the vision? I must make it plain. When it's plain, I run. So many things in that place. It's time bound. So I maximize my time and my seasons. Remember I said, um, I don't know which, which Sunday I preached and I said something about seasons and times. That Time is for expression. Season is for preparation. A man of vision understands this. Hallelujah. Do you know that even your potential can be limited by what you see? What you see? The vision will speak. Just like this church, the vision is going to speak. When the vision starts speaking, it means a testimony now. The vision will speak. Saints of God, it will not lie. Because the God that gave it does not lie. It may tarry. So people of God, when it comes to the pursuit of vision, there is a place of patience. There is a place of patience. It's a process. Saints, it's a process. From here to there is process. From here to there is process. You can't jump the process and get there. Saint of God, you you crash. Yes, we all say this. God is a God of the supernatural. He can break protocols and open doors for you. My brother, I see God breaking protocol. Then we are jumping. Hey, sometimes God makes the protocols a process. Must go to the process. Why? In the process, he builds in you capacity and maturity. Because if you get there by jumping from here without a process, when you get there, what you meet will break you. God will not expose a child to what is for adults. In a vision, one of the elements you must know is that there is a process. 
And therefore, there's a need for patience. Amazingly, this is it. Because of fellowship and relationship, you are seeing the way God sees. You have captured what God has captured in eternity. You can see it. Now, what you are seeing, the, the glimpse of what you are seeing, makes hope alive. All right? The fact that it is He that gave that picture, and it's only He that can get me there, makes faith alive. I seen it. So, hope, faith. It, it looks too big, it looks too long, but I believe he who showed that, we shall get there. And that faith in him, of what he has said that it will not lie, gives me the patience of the process. And the patience of the process builds capacity. Please don't jump to where you are not prepared for, it will kill you. It will kill you. You see? No matter the anointing I think I will enjoy or I'm enjoying, I can, it will be foolishness to think I'm at the same level as my father. You can read all the books in all the libraries in the world. It's not about book. It's not book. It's not book. Somebody has practicalized it. He has experience of it. He has seen it. What, what, what did John tell them? At that time, John was old. God's disciples had died. He was now the old man there. Say, my little children, what we were told, what we heard, what our eyes have seen, what our hands have handled, that is what we are bringing to you. It's not what we have read, what we have handled. The thing about elders is that elders are talking about what they have handled. Young men tell what they know. They're two different things. What, what is in your head? This is what's in your hand. What we have handled, what we have handled, it's not what we is here. Amen. They have proofs for it. That one is why process is important. You need patience for that. You don't just jump from preaching from to ten people to go and stand before ten thousand. You, hey, you have no idea. You have no idea. When you go to Tabel's church, you are ministering. They say you are from there. The first time I stood that place, minister. I've stood on a big platform before, but that place, the place not, is not big to where I've been to. But the stage was too big. Why? I said, lift your hands. Your hands are down. Say something to the Lord. The man standing there is just looking at you like that. <laughs> then that is when the process that I am doing this unto God, not to man. Your expression has affected. That one was learned through process, not knowledge. So based on what was gathered in process, I face the challenge and I stick to what God said I should do and by the end of the day, the vision now speaks. That is it. But if they carry you from here to there without the process, by the time you look at the man's face, you say, shall we crawl please? <laughs> That's your last. You'll be there again. Process. And most of us don't like process. Don't like process. May God give you the grace for process. Patience for the process. It's part of the vision. What to make a pastor keep preaching when he's not seeing a number increasing? He sees something ahead. He knows what God has said. He believes God for that. There is hope because of what he's seen ahead of him. So he stays on in patience. 
And you know something about it? When you understand process, you are humble to correction. All of those ingredients are in process. You're humble to correction. Don't do this, do this. Yes, sir. Okay, I think. Okay, sir. Then you are getting there. Can I tell you something? From Egypt, which is here, to Canaan, which is there, could have taken only four weeks. But some of you say three weeks and some days. There was another road to Canaan, a very short one, shortcut. But God said, These people, the way Egypt is in their hearts, if I show them the shortcut, if they see small something on the wilderness, they will run back for Kokimba. But look at something. By brokenness, you can determine the duration of the process. Why was it 40 years? Because they were not broken. Because they were not yielding to what God was trying to teach them, the capacity God was building in them to hand. They have been slaves for 430 years. There's a slave mentality. But God said, you were a chosen generation, royal priesthood. You were a king. I must send you to think like a king. If you're not a king and you get to the land, you will turn that place around. You know something? You know those areas where our brethren live? Those areas. You don't understand? Like the, that side. It's our brethren. Huh? You see, they have money. Most of the first belongs to them. They can park very sweet cars. When you check the road to the house, and then you enter the compound, and go to the room, you are wondering, where is the money? The pig goes back into the mud. Not because he doesn't like to look good, but the nature of the heart, the nature... It's not for neatness. So it's an issue of the heart. So my people, you have been slaves for too long. Let me train you to behave like me. I'm the king of kings. You understand me? So, maybe the class could have been just six months. Or one month. Or even a day. But they were not yielded. There are some of us. From here to there might take so long. Not because demons are working against you. But we are dead. You are too strong. God can't break you. Maybe you should have been there at the end of last year. Maybe you have been there five years ago. But the way I'm looking at things, you'll be there in 2050. Why? Because you're not breaking. The process demands patience. There's a process. Tell anybody there's a process. It will speak. It will not lie. Though it tarries, it will not lie. It will speak. My neighbor. Hallelujah. Praise God. Saints of God, vision is too crucial. Vision determines everything about you. What you see is so important. Please, through fellowship, let God help you capture the picture he sees about you. See it. 
When you see it, saints of God, like Papa said on Sunday, he said that who for the joy that was set before him? Who for the joy? So when, when he saw the process, he saw a little of the process. He said, oh, let this car pass. But, but, not my will. Your will be done. That's brokenness. That's brokenness. He was broken there. That's brokenness. Not my will. But your will. I can see what you are seeing. Can two walk together? Except they be agreed. It's in fellowship you can see the way God sees about you. Why won't I be discouraged of today? Because I can see how tomorrow looks like. I can see it. So I'll subject myself to the process. Because I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Please don't be blind. Don't live life blind. Maybe you are seeing tomorrow as trees. May God touch your eyes a second time. And don't see trees. See a garden. See something beautiful about your life. See it. Let me end on this note. As church members, what do you see about this church? What do you see? Do you see us in this tent for the next 10 years? Oh, answer me. Do you see a tent for 10 years? Oh, answer. Do you see a tent for 10 years? What do you see? What do you see? Let's go beyond talking it. Write it down. Let it be before you. That's the secret God gave to Jacob. When Laban thought that he was too smart, because remember that Jacob came from a family that all of them have at least a master's in 419. Everybody. From the sister to the everybody. So you can see it, how Rebecca tricked the husband and got the blessing for Jacob. Huh? And you see how when Jacob went there, he was looking for a wife and, they, oh, serve, you just serve. I'll give you Rachel. I'll give you Rachel. Then they did everything, went for honeymoon. And God, they will open the eyes. Not like this one. May you open the veil and see. I'm sure because of that experience, that's why now we open the veil. Uh-huh. So I don't go and end up seeing a Leah. Amen. They didn't open the veil. So by morning, he said, ah, what is this? He said, I'm Leah. I said, oh, no, no, no. Went back to the, the, the father-in-law. He said, oh, God. I said, I want Rachel, not Leah. He said, but you know that uh, the younger one cannot marry before the eldest. So you serve another year. Bible said that the guy is so served that he thought it was just a few days because of love. That is love. Hallelujah. Praise God. And when, when he was done, the man had cheated so much. He said, sir, I want to go. Oh, you are certain me. He said, I have no sentiment for you. This is what you will do. Then at night, God gives a vision. Gives an idea. What is the idea? Create some. Let them keep looking. They will look and form it. People of God, your life will take the form of what you are seeing. 